You are listening to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Show. Welcome back to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Show. I'm Zach Hammer. Today I've got Randy back with me again, now with a new company, uh, Rooster. On our last episode that we had Randy with us, he was at Chime. Uh, now he's with, at Rooster. We're going to talk a little bit about that. What we're going to dive into, though, is we're going to talk about how to control and create the perfect client experience so that you don't lose your clients to the competition. A really important subject uh, you know, in today's day and age with uh, the extensive amount of data that we're able to get on people, uh, how readily uh, available it is to sort of have uh, data leak and get out and, and potentially start costing you business. Uh, so we're gonna talk about what you can be doing to protect yourself, protect your clients from that, and to make sure that you have a, a, a good uh, setup to, to make that as, as seamless as possible for you. So Randy, why don't you go ahead and dive in for anybody that didn't listen to our last episode? Uh, why don't you give a real quick backstory about who you are uh, and and what brings you into the real estate industry, as well as what ultimately uh, you know drew you into uh, into Rooster? Yeah, so uh, I appreciate being back, Zach. I've always enjoyed my conversations with you. Incredibly knowledgeable, so I feel like I always learn something when I come on here. Really um, grateful for that. Uh, again, my name is Randy Carroll. Next month, I will have been in the real estate technology space for seven years, which is a little strange. But when I reflect back on it, I realized that I was actually destined to do this, uh, which is sound, which sounds like really weird. Like who in the world would be destined to be in real estate technology? It's such a strange niche, but my entire family history is littered with either real estate or big technology, right? So like father was a VP at HP, but also now a realtor. My mom sold um, uh, loan origination software. Uh, my brother is a commercial realtor. My fiance is a realtor, right? So like, it, this was destiny for, for this to happen. In your blood. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am, just like a strange blend of the two. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was uh, most recently at Chime. I made the switch over to Rooster in December of 2021. Uh, and it was actually pretty sudden. Uh, really enjoyed my time at Chime. They've got an incredible piece of technology for those in the uh, market for a CRM and artificial intelligence. But when I saw this opportunity at Rooster, one was to get out of the CRM space. <laughs> so it's what I, what I call CRMs is uh, the least sexy, most necessary piece of technology for a real estate agent, right? Like, I, and, and we could have a, to a whole another show debating that if need be. Um, but real estate, but CRMs are boring because there's so many to talk about. Um, but now uh, I had the opportunity to be employee number three, which fits really kind of my persona, uh, always being at startups, but now I'm really on the ground floor of a startup. And I think we're really pioneering a, a, an untapped space in the industry that I hadn't spent a lot of time talking about before or thinking about for that matter, um, which is providing a better uh, and, and more perfect client experience that is going to bridge the gap between number of clients who would tell you they would do business with you again and the number of clients who actually do business with you again. Um, and uh, a lot of that boils down to the experience. And so we're super excited at Rooster to really pave the way for this new niche. And I'm excited to talk a little bit more about it today. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, in, in, our, in our last conversation, we talked about 
uh, really like like optimizing not just lead generation, but actually the conversion, right? And yes. and that aspect of really being able to say, hey, uh, generating a lead is meaningless. What you want is clients, right? And yep. so similarly, I, I really like that this is sort of a continuation of that of that discussion, right? Where or we talked about everything that leads up to actually generating the client. But what we're going to talk about today is, is you've got a client, right? You've got somebody that you're working with. You've got somebody that, that, that you've done that great process of, of getting them ready to work with you. Uh, and, and yet mm. most agents uh, seem to drop the ball here, right? Like they, they do all their work to generate the client. Uh, but then there's a lot of things that sort of set them up for failure when it comes to actually making sure that people have that great client experience. So we're going to talk about how to fix that. We're going to talk about uh, some of the things that, that, that you guys are pioneering, that you've learned, uh, and, and what agents in the, in the world today could be using uh, in order to improve that client experience. So, uh, so let's dive into a little bit about why is this important, right? So why is this process of, of really you know, pr you know, protecting that experience, making that experience great, uh, you know, why is it Im I important to people? Yeah, no. And, and before we dive too deep into that, I would love to point out, this is definitely one of life's little ironies where our first conversation was about taking someone from a lead to client. And now we're talking about from client to close, right? Or client to, to lifetime client. Um, so you just could not be set up any more perfectly than that. And it was totally accidental. So I love that even more. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the why, I mean, this is super, super important, right? So, um, the, the reality is, uh, lead conversion is only getting harder. That's the whole reason why we had our first conversation, right? Lead conversion is, is only getting harder. So, uh, and, and, and that is because your database all exists as leads and someone else's, right? Your database of clients exists as leads in somebody else's database. And a lot of people just have come to grips with that. Some people are in strange, blissful denial. Uh, but what we're trying to do here at Rooster is, is give your clients such a uh, superior experience that they couldn't imagine doing business with anybody else again, right? And so with the introduction of just millions of leads per year, making sure you leave an impression that lasts seven to nine years before that person buys or sells again, or that is so impressive that your clients want to talk to you to their friends who are home buying is more important than ever because your time with your clients are going to be far more impactful um, than dialing for dollars, which we have previously discussed is very difficult. Absolutely. And, and I mean, even so, so not just in that element of like that long-term making sure that we're getting, uh, you know, that, that, that we're set up for like good reviews, right? We want to create a great experience so we get good reviews and the sales that that helps us generate. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that we, that we're set up, uh, you know, for repeat and referral business from, you know, from, from the work that we do here. You know, you, you mentioned this before when, you know, before we turn on, on the recording and you and I are both familiar with the statistic, but, you know, 92% or so of people say that mm -hmm. they would gladly work with the agent that they worked with, you know, before, mm -hmm. but only about 12% actually do, right? It, the, the experience that was created uh, was not, not enough to actually bridge that gap to stand the test of time uh, and to really set them up to, to be ready to work with the agent again. And so part of what we're looking to do is, is, to, is to solve that a bit uh, and make sure that we're, that we're creating those opportunities for repeat and referral business uh, through this client experience as well. Um, but the other, the other thing, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit, uh, 
one of the strategies that we're going to talk about today can actually help uh, people to have better clients, right? To, to turn the clients that maybe you think uh, are, are, are a bit needy, uh, a bit aggressive, a bit mm -hmm. uh, passive aggressive sometimes, like to actually fix that uh, by really dialing in the experience. So we'll, we'll talk about where and how uh, in just a second, but this is actually, this process can not only, you know, create, you know, a, a great end result for you, it can actually make the process more enjoyable, right? Um, and, and then one of the things that I really want to dive into with you in, in the why here uh, is, is this idea of like, like actively protecting your clients uh, in a way that is both good for them and good for you uh, simultaneously because of the extent that that data spreads and that, mm -hmm. that like those opportunities for their, for their data to end up in somebody else's database. Uh, now, we're not going to eliminate it completely, but we can minimize it, right? And we can make it less likely uh, you know, to, to, to spread and to happen. Um, can, you want to talk, talk about that a little bit and dive into like some of why the data spreads so readily? Yeah, ab absolutely. Absolutely. So there are dozens of websites out there, hundreds arguably, that are scratching and clawing for your client's data, right? And, and if you think about it, some, some phrase that I keep in mind when I'm dealing with technology is if I'm getting this for free, it means that I am the product, right? So like, if you've ever watched The Social Dilemma, I think is the name of the documentary, they talk about that, where you get to use Facebook for free, but that's because they're taking your data and selling it. So you're genuinely the product, right? That is not exclusive to social media. That happens on the Zillows of the world, right? And we all know this. We maybe just not have thought about it this clearly. Um, and it's not exclusive to Zillow. There's several stakeholders involved in the real estate transaction um, outside of just the buyer and the agent and the seller, right? You, you have to get financing. You have to uh, get inspections, appraisals, insurance, title, you have to, uh, as a home buyer, you have to educate yourself on the pros and cons of owning a home, right? You have to prepare yourself for that. And for each of these things, there are different websites, there are different marketplaces, there are, are different ways that your client's information is captured and then resold out to uh, hundreds of people, right? And, and so, like you just said, we can't make that go away, but we can minimize that dramatically and by doing so, the increase in your client's experience is going to be like nothing other um, that any other agent has offered before. Uh, the reality is we're getting into the age uh, where you're going to be working with more digital natives than ever before. You're going to be working with more and more people who have grown up with the phrase, there's an app for that. But the reality is the app for real estate has been Zillow. It's been Redfin. It's been Realtor.com. And more than likely, you don't have an adequate app in your arsenal to give your client the best possible experience and to provide them all of the data that they need to intelligently and delightfully enjoy the home buying experience. Um, so with that in mind, Brewster was really born of this. Um, you know, something from background a little quick snippet of background on Rooster. Our founder was a hedge fund analyst who bought hundreds of millions of dollars in commercial real estate. And it was structured and there were numbers and, and he had all the information. He said he could do it. 
in, in, in a snap. Uh, but when he went to go buy his own personal residence, it was such a disjointed and awful experience. He figured there had to be a solution for this. And like, that's how like 99% of successful tech companies are started is like, oh, this has to be a better way. And then Rooster was born. So. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so that, that brings us to like how we're actually solving this problem, right? And so, you know, you, you guys at Rooster have put together uh, sort of your answer to these problems and, and, and your, uh, your solution. And, and through that process, there's a lot that, that, that agents can learn, uh, that we could be thinking about some paradigms that we could be taking on and, uh, and implementing. Um, now, honestly, regardless of whether or not they decide to use Rooster, right? Like sure. we're, we're going to show the process of what, of what you guys are doing and what you've learned so that agents can try and, you know, uh, put their best foot forward in this process. Obviously what you guys are up to is, is, is awesome. And I think it's going to be a great solution for people. So let's, let's talk about what you guys have learned in terms of how we create this experience, what you, what you guys have, have started putting together. Now I know, you know, first and foremost, this is one of the concepts that we, that we dove into kind of the key, the key anchor of all of this is that if, if somebody is going to use your app, if somebody is going to use your tool in order to, you know, uh, make sure that they stay in your world, stay in your walled garden, if they're going to do that, first and foremost, it has to be convenient, right? Like it has Absolutely. to actually be something that they want to use. Here's, here's the reality. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have uh, IDX, if you have home search on your website, if you have, if you have this thing that technically provides somebody the benefit to search for home, mm -hmm. if it isn't easy, if it isn't convenient and if it doesn't provide a great user experience, what are they going to use? They're going to use Zillow, mm -hmm. right? Like they're, they're going to pull Zillow up because Zillow has spent billions of dollars creating this great user experience and, and people have gotten used to it, right? It, it, like regardless of what you think of Zillow, they know what they're doing when it comes to home search in an app, right? Like they've done a great job with that. And so mm -hmm. we have to be able to, to, to set up our scenario, our solution, to be convenient, to be well done, to be a great experience for people so that they'll actually use it. So let, let, we have three main areas that, that mm. we've talked about for kind of what makes up that convenience. Uh, and, and we'll dive into those one by one. So, so first off, we've got to have active communication. So you guys have, have done a lot of work uh, to make sure that that, communi like that communication aspect is really well taken, taken care of. You want to talk about a, like, where some of the pitfalls are, where, where people normally run into problems with communication and what, what some of, you know, how you've learned how to make that better and make that more seamless for people. Sure. Yeah. And, and let me just overemphasize if you, if you'll um, entertain this, the importance of convenience, right? Here's two really, really easy to understand examples as to why convenience matters. One, believe it, like it or not, like open door, people use open door. And they use it even when it doesn't make sense. Like you go through the numbers with them and you're like, here's how much more money you would make by selling traditionally. And they go, okay, great. And then they go sell to open door because it's so convenient. <laughs> no showings, no open houses, none of this junk, right? Um, according to open door. Um, so it's, it's wildly convenient. And if that isn't a good enough example uh, to convince you on how important convenience is, Go to google.com and tell me how many buttons are on their page. Right. They're the biggest tech company ever, right? They own everything. They know everything. And there is a search bar on their, on their website. There's a place to go. That is, that is it. That is like the thing you do. So 
And that's the ultimate convenience piece, right? They invented their own word, just Google it. So yeah, convenience, super, super important here. Important, important. Um, diving into the communication piece, um, agents, and, and this is pretty consistent in, in our reports regarding uh, buyers being unhappy with their agent's communication. And it's not, it's, prob it's probably, it's, and I'm sure all the wives of husbands would disagree with this, but it's probably not because <laughs> you're a bad communicator, right? <laughs> it's probably not because you don't have communication skills. It's probably because you're very unorganized, right? It's probably because you don't necessarily have the, the necessary systems in place to communicate well. Right. You well, don't. And, 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 and again, I mean, like on, on this front, like uh, uh, essentially, like, you know, as a real estate agent, it probably isn't your fault, right? Like, yeah. like this is, this is a really chaotic and complex process. If you've got, mm -hmm. if, if you're simultaneously trying to generate business and, and do those phone calls and, and emails and messages where you're trying to create opportunities and you're trying to simultaneously service the, you know, service the clients that you're working with, it's really hard to keep that keep that all in line, especially if you're working with multiple clients, if you've, if you've got multiple things going on, to really be able to say, what do I need to say to this person? What do I need to let them know? What's the next step? What, like, what do I need to do to be in active communication? That's, that's a hard thing to, to keep up with consistently, right? Mm -hmm. Especially the bigger your business grows, right? Like you have right. one or two clients, you're probably a stellar community. In, in fact, if you have one or two clients, they probably mention how great your communication is in your reviews, right? Because you're waiting all day for them to respond to you, right? Like, because that's all the business you have. Uh, but as your business grows, that becomes increasingly more difficult, right? So imagine you have a place that all, that all of your buyers live, right? You've built this little town and they all live in this town and, and it's super, super easy and simple and convenient for them. And every single time uh, they want to communicate with you, the piece of technology that you probably spend five to six hours a day on, which is your phone, sends you a push notification. And this is one of those little details that probably gets overlooked that is what makes a difference, right? So um, texts replaced emails. Right. Push notifications are going to replace text messages. Like that is, there's a reason, there's a reason more and more tech companies are using push notifications. Um, and it's going to, and so, so now you have a place to go where all of your business related communications live. And so you know that when there's that little red dot on that app, it means that someone from work has communicated with you, which you probably don't have. Um, and you're gonna think I'm the worst millennial ever because I have 747 unread text messages. And I have no ability whatsoever to tell you how many of them are work, how many of them are personal, how many of them are spam, how many are group text messages, right? Like 600 of those could be a group text. And if I just open, they all go away, right? Uh, I have no ability to do that. Um, and, and so the lack of organization and ability to be aware of who from work is trying to contact you puts you in a really, really tough spot. So yeah, because um, I mean, it's like even 
even if you are proactive with the communication, you're sending emails, you're, you're sending text messages. I mean, essentially what you're getting at here is you as the agent may be trying to communicate with people, but effectively on the other end, it's like white noise, right? Because it's just, it's just falling into the same inbox that they can't keep up with anyway. It's falling yes. into the same thing that they, that, they, that they don't have clarity on what's important or what's not. Uh, and, and so it's, it, it could be really easy for things to get lost in that. I mean, I, shoot, I know that's the, that's the case for me. I don't know how many unread voicemails I have and, uh, <laughs> and, and how many, like, well, shoot, I, know, I know I've got thousands of unread emails because it, it, mm-hmm. like, email is like a, uh, uh, the black box of things that I just ignore. Uh, if mm-hmm. you want to get a hold of me, email is not the way to do it, right? Um, I bet you're one but, of the guys uh, who has like seven email addresses and three of them are like, you cycle through your junk emails. Like, I don't want, I don't want spam right. from this organization. So you get the third phony email, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, pro, pro tip, you can actually use your main email address and just add up, uh, especially if you use Gmail, add plus uh, something to the email. And then it's like a secondary mm. burner email that you can, that you can, uh, uh, you know, filter out any emails that, that go, go awry. Uh, if you but, learn uh, nothing else from this podcast, you learned that, <laughs> like write that one yeah. down for sure. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so uh, like what, what we're looking at here when we're talking about communication is we want to make sure, uh, you know, good communication not only means that you're actively trying to communicate and you know what to say, but mm. it's, it's going to a place that it's likely to be hurt. Right. And mm-hmm. so, so that's, that's a big part of this is having a centralized place uh, where you could say, you know, Hey, important messages about your home are going to exist here. And, mm-hmm. and it's going to be very easy for us to communicate in a way that, that we're used to. Right. And, so the, and, so and vice versa aspect. and vice versa right. as well. Right. So like, yes, your buyer right. needs to uh, needs a place where they can receive and consume your communication, but it, it goes right. both ways. Like as, as a, is a, company is someone who has worked for real estate tech companies my entire professional career i can't tell you how many times from a client services perspective someone has reached out to me and said hey xyz never called me and i go look right. in our crm and they called you three times it's, it's it's because you have so much going on and so much coming at you right that you just right. inherently miss things even though you've been dying to talk to this client service person, but you just completely missed it by no fault of your own, just the nature of being in this business. So um, the the organized communication benefits both parties and, and improves, improves the, the experience collectively. Yeah. Yeah. One one of the other, one of the other concepts that I, that I like that you guys have, uh, have set up uh, that, that I think it's it's a unique solution to what you guys have done uh, that I think would be hard to replicate outside of of literally building and developing an app like Rooster uh, <laughs> is is the is the gamified experience that you've done in terms of really clearly being able to see like here's what the real estate process is here's what the buying process is and here here's where your client is on that map right and so when you're looking at what you need to communicate about and where you need to go you have a very clear picture of like here's where we've been here's where we are here's where we're going right mm-hmm. well what it also does is, is is it handles that communication for you right so like like right. you listening to this podcast have helped people buy and sell homes a hundred times a thousand times in your career but very frequently you're working with someone who's only done this once or twice or maybe never right. um and you forget that they don't know what you know in your head, right? You can't just pop off your head and put your brain in their brain. And suddenly they now know what you know. 
Um, and it requires um, the ability to break down all of the complex knowledge that you've built up and to, and to share it as if you're speaking with a fifth grader for someone to understand like this is what is happening next in the real estate transaction. And then you have to assume that even if you did break it down to a fifth grade level, uh, you have to assume they made it to fifth grade, which is becoming less and less common. <laughs> so, so now within the app, we've broken down uh, the transaction to a, to, a, to a piece where it's, um, I, I call it a bumper, bumper rails, right? So if you're a terrible bowler like me, I have to have bumper rails or else I roll uh, just zeros. Um, uh, we put up bumper rails. So now that your, your clients have, have an expectation that they can access at any point in time, whether it's one in the afternoon or one in the morning, uh, of what they need to do. They just completed X. Great. Now, congratulations. Next level. Time to go to Y. Time to go to Z. Time to close. Woo. Champagne and streamers, exactly. right? So um, that, that, that helps your clients understand the transaction without you necessarily taking your time to lay it out for them. Um, and, and more importantly, you probably want to do this anyways, because it's part of rapport building, but it keeps you from having to lay it out to them and lay it out to them and lay it out to them and communicate and communicate and communicate over and over and over again. My goodness, right. I'm marrying a realtor. Like I said, um, she has clients who just don't get it. She said, all right, this is what happens <laughs> next in the transaction. I just, Ariel, I just don't get it. Right. So, um, so it, it, it does, it does help. Um, save time and, and cl clear up communication if I haven't made that point yet. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, so, so our, again, we're, when we're looking at optimizing for convenience, right, we want to make mm -hmm. sure that a big part of that convenience is, is communication, active communication. So uh, we, we, we've, we've covered a few things along the, uh, along the communication line to, to uh, TLDR it for everybody. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the communication that we're looking for. We want it to be active and proactive, not defensive, right? Yep. We want we want to make sure that we're reaching out to people before they need to reach out to us, whenever possible, right? Uh, and so get, having clarity of when to do that is really important. Uh, the other thing that we want is good communication is going to require that it's actually heard and received, right? Mm -hmm. And so where you do that communication is going to matter a ton. Uh, you know, while, while sending emails and making phone calls can result in communication being held, you know, er, er, being uh, uh, retained, uh, more often we're finding that, that that is white noise. And so having the right place uh, where it's going to be received, where it's going to be heard, where it's going to be seen uh, is really important. Uh, and, and then the other thing that really matters when it comes to good communication is going to be that it's actually understood, right? So having that real clear uh, uh, roadmap of what's going on, to not have it be con confusing, to have it be put into terms that are readily understood by the person that needs to receive it uh, is going to matter a ton. And so, uh, you know, when you're looking at optimizing the customer experience uh, and making sure that it's convenient, that that kind of communication is what you're looking for. Uh, being able to say things clearly, being able to say them promptly, being able to have them actually be received. And, and, and along those lines, that actually brings us to the next uh, element of, of, of convenience in this customer experience, which is going to be uh, having a mobile first uh, environment, a mobile first development plan when it comes to the, the apps and things that we're using. So uh, would you speak to that a bit about why, why is mobile so important? Uh, why does that matter? And why does mobile first matter as well? Yeah, no, good question. And I promise I won't rant like I, like I just did. You're really good at the TL. You're good at the TLDR stuff. 
Uh, I need <laughs> I need to be better at that. Um, th this just comes down to just pure numbers, right? Like, why did we create this as a mobile app instead of making it another website you sign up for? Well, because the reality of the future is mobile. Um, we're already living in a mobile environment, uh, like a heavily mobile first environment. I get notifications and, and maybe you do as well from my phone every day that tells me how many hours of the day I spent on it. And like, I'm always ashamed of it no matter what. It's just like, oh, I, I have to get off my phone and then the next day I'm on it even more. Like, how does this happen? Um, but <laughs> the, the reality is um, mobile is a direction of the future. Uh, and, and the statistics bear this out. Mobile traffic, whether it's from Google, as aforementioned, uh, Facebook, any, any of these major players, you're talking about getting a greater sense of, uh, or greater online traffic uh, through the mobile device. So we right. want to help meet your clients where they are instead of dragging them to what you have for them. And the reality right. is you cannot do that, not with everyone. Right. So, yeah. And, and along, along those lines, I mean, because that mobile experience is so important, this, this is a little bit technical, but I, I, I always find that it's, that it's important for people to, uh, to understand some of the technical aspects in order, to, in order to know what makes a difference and what doesn't. And so when we talk about uh, you know, creating a good mobile experience, there's a, there's a concept called mobile first, where, mm -hmm. where the development cycle actually begins with the phone in mind. Instead of beginning on the desktop and trying to cram a desktop experience into the phone, you start mm -hmm. with the phone, you say, let's create the best experience possible for the phone. And then you, sure, people will use a desktop environment in some cases. So you, you expand from the, from the phone to a desktop experience. And that's mm -hmm. a much better way to go than the other way around. And so when we're looking at, at how do we make sure that this is convenient and just you know, uh, putting, uh, putting first things first, starting with that mobile experience in mind is part of what helps to create that mobile experience that people are gonna love, gonna enjoy, and gonna actually find uh, useful and, and, and usable, right? So we're, you know, we talked earlier about uh, if you, if your experience that you're creating and you're, you're trying to get somebody to use like IDX or whatever, if it's not done well, then they're not going to use it and they're going to go to whatever feels the most convenient. And so if you, if, you know, mobile first is a big part of how we make sure that, uh, that, that you're actually going to have that great experience as a, you know, as an end user, uh, because it's designed for that scenario. It, it, it fits, it feels right. Uh, using it from the phone, which is what they want anyway. Right. Which is what, you know, what you dove into about, mm. you know, how how mobile everything is moving uh, yeah absolutely does that, make, does, does that sound like a, a yeah okay cool um, yeah, i think we're on okay, the same perfect. page so, for sure. so, so far <laughs> cool so so far we've we've got we've got you know uh, under this umbrella of convenience we've got the you know our our clear active communication that that's actually received we've got mobile first and mobile uh and a mobile environment being incredibly important for that that convenient uh you know use case that people are actually going to use uh, and then finally you know what what really uh, uh, is the key element that that helps to protect your client's data and helps to make sure that they're in your world and they're less likely to end up being prospected and targeted by external companies is going to be this next idea, which is centralized access to mm -hmm. all the key elements that they need in this home buying process, right? And so you want to dive into that and talk about what that looks like and 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 maybe paint a picture for people about 
you know, we, we talked earlier about that idea of like, hey, if I, if I, if I need financing, I might go here. If I need, mm-hmm. uh, you know, information about that, how the home pri- buying process works, I might, I might feel like I need to go to, you know, go to YouTube and like learn more about that and, sure. and go into somebody else's funnel that way or whatever, right? Um, what does it look like in, in the rooster world where, where, we have, where we have things centralized, where we have kind of everything that we need at our fingertips? Absolutely. And as, as a pretty big crypto enthusiast, it like hurts me to say the word centralized, but there are some places <laughs> where <laughs> there are some places, there's some places where it's like very much needed. And the home buying process is, is a phenomenal um, example of how centralizing the experience is going to make it better for everyone. Um, so right. I, the way I like to paint this picture is again, going back to what it's like to be a home buyer. And if you've bought a home recently, you probably appreciate this. If you haven't bought your home in 10 plus years, you, you may very well not, which is fine. Um, but as a home buyer, like looking at going on showings and looking at kitchens and walk-in closets is like so exciting. Like, I, you know, I, I just bought a house and that was the most fun part of it, right? Um, then you get under contract. And now this massive network of stakeholders is introduced into this journey that previously never was, was never mentioned, right? Like I right. talk, why, why is, is someone who doesn't have a house under contract? Why would I be talking to inspectors? Why would I be talking to um, title folks or, or insurance or warranty moving companies? Just never, you never, ever, ever would. Right. Um, so you get a home under contract and then at best, your agent sends you an email with a long list of all of these contacts, right? Like I know agents who have a email draft saved in their email account that has a templated email of, hey, these are all of the vendors I recommend for their respective profession. They copy and paste it into a new email, say, hello, first name, and send it to that person, right? And, and the reality is that is an awful, awful experience, right? That's not delightful for your clients. So again, as a part of the rooster environment, we're helping you build this vendor marketplace, which is beautiful because you get to determine who gets to play in your sandbox, right? As the rooster client, you're saying, these are my preferred loan officers, and this is my preferred home warranty and, and, and so on and so forth. And as a result, you're giving a place for your client to come back to even after they've found their home. And this is something I really want to point out because going back to your IDX website is not important to them after they get a home under contract. Going back to Zillow's app is not important after they uh, get a home under contract, right? So they, these, these services lose their utility literally instantly. So now you have an app, you have a service with your smiling face and name on it that people are going back to even after they get a home under contract and they're able to easily get in touch with all of these various professionals in a centralized, delightful environment. Uh, And now they're getting calls from the people they wanted to be talking to, right? But meanwhile, if they're, only alternative was going to bake great and filling out a form there, they're going to get a million phone calls from people they do not want to be talking to. I told you I just bought a home and I'm exaggerating now because I closed in May of last year. 
I am still getting phone calls from bank Ray. I, I even knew better. Like I knew what I was doing right. and I, I, I still right. worked against my own best interests. Right. And, and so that's just <laughs> such a disaster for people to uh, like, I, I just, I permanently keep my phone face down on silent mode because I just cannot deal with the phone calls. <laughs> but meanwhile, right. a rooster client would be able to go in there, click contact, get a phone call from your preferred vendor, and their data is safely tucked away inside your own environment, right. not being resold months and months later. So um, that, that to me, uh, that, that vendor marketplace just provides value from so many different um, perspectives that uh, I, I'm just very excited about it. That's very exciting. Yeah. And, and it, it goes, it goes right in hand with like the, the, you know, the clear and active communication, right. Where, where it's, it's part of the process of like the next steps of what somebody's going to need. And so having it, having it under that one roof where, where the communication is actually going to get through, where they're going to see what they need to, where you can connect them, you know, within the same place that they've been used to communicating with you. And instead of getting like this blanket email of all the things that they need, you could, you could do it, you could do it at, at, the, at the right time in the right way to say, Hey, you know, go, you know, go here. This is, this is the preferred person I like to work with. You can find their information here when you need it. Uh, it that, that's going to be a lot better of an experience than, uh, you know, uh, just like you mentioned that, that, that wall of options in an email that they're going to lose, that they're going to, that they're going to forget about, that they're going to have to try and sort and sift who do I need <laughs> by when and all of that. It, it's just, you know, uh, confusing. So having yeah. it, having it in one clear, easy to use place that's in the same place that you're communicating with them about their transaction, about the process, uh, is really going to provide for that, that, that great experience that, uh, that we're lo really looking to create here. So yeah, you're exactly uh, right. So yeah, we covered, go, go ahead. Well, just to that point, again, just sharing my own personal anecdote. Um, when I bought this house, uh, I forgot that I needed insurance. <laughs> like that's so embarrassing <laughs> right? to say, but it's true. Like there was so much going on in my life. Um, I had just gotten engaged. I'm now suddenly buying a house. So I'm like doing all these great life things, but no one ever qualifies getting insurance is a great life event. So I just forgot about it. And my right. the lender reached out to me and was like, do you have your insurance? I'm like, sure don't. So that was a disaster at the very end. I was like scrambling to get insurance. Um, right. However, again, if I had these bumper plates up, these bumper walls up, if I um, had an easy place to go and access these vendors, it would not have been a problem. So um, right. again, right. Th there's just endless, endless anecdotes that when you all combine them, you think to yourself, this can't just be a coincidence. This experience really could be better. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, the reality is that, that, that a real estate, a real estate transaction is, is chaotic in general. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of things that have to come together to actually make it happen. And so, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what re, you know, what is necessary to create a great client experience is to try and reduce that, that, that chaos, right? To, to take the chaos and make it make sense. And in order to do that, you need to have, you know, like you said, the, you know, the, the, the bumper rails, the, the paint by numbers, the really clear guided experience that takes somebody along from beginning to end to say, here's where you are, here's where you're going to be, uh, it, you know, all, all along the way, providing the next step in a timely, relevant way in a, with, with communication that's actually gonna be heard, actually gonna be received, that's actually going to be understood. 
uh, and done in a mobile experience where they're actually going to be able to look at it, right? Because not everybody's yes. going to, you know, be able to find the time to roll over to their computer and, uh, and, and, and try and pop on your, your website or whatever that's designed for that experience. And so, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, really, good. Oh, you're just exactly right. Like, so like, think about it when your buyers, they're, they're watching TV at night with their significant other and they've agreed to watch a show they're not interested in watching, but they agreed because it made their significant other happy. They're on their phone like, oh, you know what? Am I up to date on my home buying journey? I'm going to pull up my client, my, uh, my agent's app. I'm like, oh, you know what? I still have this and this to do. And suddenly they're holding themselves right. accountable. And imagine, imagine a world where people hold themselves accountable. That's like yeah. kind of crazy to think about in 2022. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, is that too cynical? Is that too cynical for this? For this? <laughs> I, I this is a positive vibes only podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, so all you know, with, with with all that being said, we we you know, I, I think there's a lot that people can can learn from this process about really doing a lot of work to think through. Are you creating that experience for your clients? Are you creating this 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 experience where where they're they're hearing what they need to hear uh, at the right time in the right way where, where they're actually going to hear it. Uh, you know, if, if you aren't able to use, you know, Rooster yet for whatever reason, uh, sure. I, you know, I hope that, that, you know, that this information has been useful uh, for you so that you could, uh, you know, do your best, right? One, one of my mottos when it comes to, when it comes to business uh, is, is done is better than perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're not able to implement all of this yet, if you're not able to uh, use use Rooster, maybe it's not in your market yet, whatever, uh, sure. do your best to, to implement what you can learn from these ideas into your business to try and uh, at least improve that customer experience. because It's going to make a massive, uh, massive difference. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, in that in that same vein, uh, you know, for those people who are ready uh, to go ahead and, and, and take advantage of what you're up to uh, in the markets where you guys are available, uh, you know, we, we've set up a, a, a link that people could do uh, that could use to just say, hey, Real Estate Growth Hacker sent you. Uh, that link is going to be realestategrowthhackers.com slash rooster. Rooster is spelled R-U-U-S-T-E-R. -E if you're watching this video, you'll be able to see it because Randy's got a great uh, branding background in, in, behind him. Uh, you can see the spelling right there, R-U-U-S-T-E-R. Uh, again, that's realestategrowthhackers.com slash rooster, R-U-U-S-T-E-R. Uh, and that'll take you to their website where you can learn more. You could you could say that you're interested uh, and learn about how you could get uh, you know get involved. Uh, Randy, you want to talk a little bit about uh, kind of kind of the, the the state of things. You've got some markets, but uh, but you're also still expanding. What's the best way for people uh, you know once they get to your website in order to you know uh, uh, basically get started, right? What what should yeah, they do? Yeah, next? yeah, absolutely. So it's 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 really actually in thinking about experiences we built an incredible experience for our clients to, to work with us so if, if if you visit our website go to realestategrowthhackers.com forward slash rooster um you'll um get sent over to our website uh we have a, a drop down menu where you pick your your mls that's appropriate and you can go ahead and self onboard and get started and we're super excited to have you as a client uh, if you want to have uh, a more detailed discussion. You've got some questions after listening to this. Uh, we'll jump on a call. Love to do a, a screen share with you, show you the product, um, make you feel a little bit more comfortable, uh, and then you can get started from there. Uh, if you go and, and you listen and you think, wow, this is awesome. Randy sounds like such a nice guy. I can't wait to sign up for Rooster. 
Um, <laughs> but we don't have your MLS, please reach out because we are expanding very much based off demand, right? So um, that is uh, the, the way that we determine our, our markets. So if you never reach out because your MLS isn't on the drop down, then it could be a very long time uh, before your MLS is added, who knows? Um, and, and the thing is, to Zach's point, like you may listen to this and think everything looks great and, and you take a look at Rooster and you decide, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Um, so be it. The problems aren't going away. All of the issues that we discussed are still very much issues, whether or not you think Rooster is the right product for your business. Um, so you need to find an alternative for them. And there are going to be some form of alternatives, right? If you want to try to deck out your website with every single thing that we do and then hope and pray that it looks good on the mobile device, like, you know, I understand that's an alternative. It's not as good of an alternative, but I'm biased. Um, I just want you to walk away from this knowing that these are problems that need addressing. Rooster is your quick fix. Um, but uh, but even if you decide, again, Rooster's not for you, you need to fix them. You need to fix these issues. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so there you go, guys. Again, if you uh, if you want to move forward and uh, and take advantage of the uh, of the convenience and ease of uh, you know push button simplicity of solving these problems with uh, with Rooster, then go to uh, realestategrowthhackers.com slash Rooster. That's R U U S T E R. Uh, R-U-U-S-T-E-R. When you get there, again, the phone number's there listed so that you can call if you have any sales questions. Uh, there's there's the detailed deal. information about the MLS uh, MLS coverage. Uh, and under the MLS coverage, there's also a, a really easy button that you can use to request uh, your MLS if you see that it's not covered there. So feel free, uh, take advantage of that, use that, go ahead and, uh, and let them know. Uh, Randy, thanks so much for, for coming on. Uh, it was really great to, to have you back and uh, and continue this uh, this journey with you in, uh, in your real estate tech world. Uh, shoot, maybe uh, maybe once you've solved all the world's problems uh, through Rooster <laughs> about the client experience, maybe uh, your next company is going to be about the post-client experience, and we'll, and we'll get to have you back on uh, to talk about that. Yeah, g give me two and a half more years, and I'll figure out the best transaction management software, and two and a half years after that, I'll probably have the most 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 awesomest past client experience yeah it's it's just a matter i'm just making my way making my way through the transaction just leaving my my own uh my own take on it you're gonna you're gonna fix the real estate world one one company at a time <laughs> that's right that's right y'all just buckle up you see what happens <laughs> good call good call well, again, thanks so much for coming on, Randy. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for tuning in to another episode of the Real Estate Growth Hackers show. My name is Zach Hammer. Again, this was Randy Carroll with, uh, with Rooster. Uh, uh, next time he comes on, it might be with a different company as we solve more <laughs> of the world's problems. So. It'll be a few years. It'll be but, a few uh, years. Y'all got me for a while. Don't worry. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. You have a great one. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Growth Hacker Show. Remember, done is better than perfect. To turn the marketing ideas and tactics you just learned into real growth for your real estate business, visit us at realestategrowthhackers.com. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with another real estate professional who could benefit from the information. Or maybe you'd like to subscribe to the show to never miss an episode. And you can leave a rating or review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway, helping this show to reach and help more people just like you. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.